What is creativity? What does it mean to be creative? Is it a hobby, talent, or can it be more? On this podcast, we talk about creativity and the people behind it. My name is Marco. And I'm Danny. And this is Creative Class. All right, now we're back. Uh, Apologies. I know we kind of left you on a cliffhanger, but here we are. So the way I see it, right? So there, there are two things that you did. So, so it came from you came from a failure, mm-hmm. right? Something that was so close to succeeding, mm-hmm. and then due to circumstances beyond your control, it didn't work out, right? So, with regard to that, um, what what kind of like tidbit or golden nugget can you can you share? Maybe the listeners who are going through a similar situation. And then we can talk about how you moved from building from scratch to building with others, the team, right? Yeah. So, but before before that, I just want to know: is there any kind of advice you would give someone who maybe just experienced what you experienced? That they were so close to you know making it, and something happened. Okay, I th- I'm pretty sure that a lot of people had this conversation about, you know, pandemic and like they were almost there, right? There were, there are a lot of stories that we'll talk about, like they were almost there, but pandemic happened. But instead what I would, um, what I would go for is like, okay, what's next? I feel like after going through that, regardless if it's pandemic, even a breakup, even a heartbreak, because I do also remember like after joining the after joining Asbury, I was going through some heartbreak. And I'm like... Boy or I mean... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Next episode. <laughs> so you're going through a heartbreak. Yeah. And um, I'm like, okay, it was really difficult because there were so many things at the time. You're dealing with your emotions. You know, you can't force yourself you're not a robot like if you're sad you're sad Mm. but we're built in a society and culture like you cannot be sad you have to work like you have to do this and that but I mean like okay so going going back like the what's next Mm. right like the what's next so you focused on the what's next yeah instead of always instead of oh my god yeah this happened to me yeah it takes a while it takes a while because I also read about something like you will always like, oh, why why did this happen? Like, or why did I not make a better decision? Or like, why did not someone protect me from why this? Why did I do or to deserve this? Something yeah. something like that, right? Um, it can be from different circumstances. Again, like it could be from pandemic or heartbreak. But what's important is always looking for the okay. What's next? What's right. next? And we always, at least for me personally, I feel like. Usually find myself like staying there in that point of like just being sad or just feeling it. Dwelling. Feeling it. Dwelling. Dwelling on it. That like, okay, the blaming, the blaming game or mm-hmm. like maybe I'm going through the, what do you call this? Like the five stages of grief, grief until I actually accept it. Okay. Okay. Fuck this. I can't actually do anything anymore. Okay. What's next? Like it's game time again. Mm, wake it, up. Exactly. Like mm. th- it will always come into faces and for everyone, at least the golden nugget, as you, as you call it, it's always like 
it's okay if you're going in through this specific phase. Just don't dwell on it. Don't I, stay there. Exactly. A lot of people says that. That that actually reminds me of uh, a part in Tuesdays with Mori. Have you heard, read the book? Oh, yeah. Tuesdays with Mori. Yeah, I love that. That's yeah. I got so that book so if uh, don't misquote me, don't crucify me for this. But I, I read it back in high school, so it's been a while. Anyway, <laughs> there's a part there where. If I'm not mistaken, one of the characters is a dancer and he loses his ability to even use his legs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's tragic. Like if you're if that's the one thing you're passionate about and you're not able to dance. And and the kind of golden nugget also is very similar to what you're talking about. It's like he's not saying he or she, I forget, but they're the point is they're not saying to not feel the grief. They're not saying don't feel it in fact Mm -hmm. it's healthy to feel it and in the book if i'm not mistaken they say feel it in its entirety let the overwhelming emotion be present in its fullest yeah but then after let it go yeah right let it go don't stay in that state Mm. absorb it process it and then thank it and let it go yeah and then move on yeah right one of the one of the things that's always stuck with me is knowing that the the, the comfort for me is when when the hardship comes, you know, you, like you were saying, Danny, you feel it, but you also know that it's just going to pass. That so so for me, when that when that perspective, when I got that perspective, it was uh, it it allowed it gave me that permission mm-hmm. to dwell. Yeah, because I knew that I wasn't gonna. Self sabotage. I wasn't going to dwell for too long. I just need to, to dwell. Yeah. And then let the time pass. The, my favorite part is always actually the healing part. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. The moment that, you know, there was, I actually have a video of it. I actually, because I went through a really hard time after one of my businesses closed. And I used to go out in my balcony and just meditate, you mm-hmm. know, get the morning, like wake up five, six a.m., mm-hmm. watch the sunrise. There was one morning I woke up, there was a, uh, a rainbow. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the end of a rainbow? I actually saw the end of rainbow. It, I it was it was as if I could touch it. It was it was like magical. And then I looked at the bottom and I could see where it landed. I looked for the money. There was nothing there. <laughs> so there there is no there is no <laughs> there's there's no pot of gold. <laughs> oh my gosh! Damn, that just gave me goosebumps. Like. Wow, if that if that's not a sign from the universe, I don't know what is. I have video, I'll show you that. That's insane. Maybe we could clip it we into this it. edit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be awesome. So yeah, so did you feel like your emotions? I was like, I was literally. I went on my balcony. I was like, what is that? I was going like this because it felt like it was right in front of me. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Yeah. So I ladies and gentlemen, leprechauns exist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like we all agree in the in the failures are unavoidable. It shouldn't prevent you from trying, right? Fear and doubt, right? And if they do happen, take that grief. Yep. Feel it and then move on. Yep. Next challenge. For sure. Right. For sure. Like it goes it goes through like even the even with the present time, no? Like I feel like with the shaping of communities and shaping of the culture as it is, like right now, like talking about um, failures, like from before, for example, 
the people who built the co-working club for the past 10 years, Ace Space, um, after it closed down, they came together and say, okay, let's build something again. Like they tried again. And it's just, to me, it is inspiring to have that, like you have a business that's been running for 10 years and it's literally making waves. And then, okay, um, pandemic happened. Eight businesses, eight buildings closed. Um, but let's let's try again. Why not? Right? Like Persevere. that. Exactly. Like that kind of grit and just to me, it's inspiring. Mm. And that's one thing that I, to me, another key when I guess like years way back, I was like, I like the fact that you can inspire people to do the things that inspire them. Like to me, that's something that I can do for someone and someone can do for somebody else, like pay it forward, right? And maybe with that failure, it's not failure, really, like um, closing down a business. It's not even a failure. It's just a new chapter. It could be uh, it could be a business. It could be a role. It could be a chapter in life, anything, right? But the fact that there is willingness to move forward and see what's out there. Um, Not give up. No, yeah, exactly. Even with, because we're going th- for the build from scratch, right? It's it, it can also come with communities. Maybe you're trying to build a community where everyone is creating that feeling of belongingness. Maybe it's not working at the time because for some reason, there could be a myriad of reasons. That sounds like Matt. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but that. Um, but you can always shape, um, you can always shape a community or a culture. You can always build another community, but it's really up to you, right? And then we were also talking about okay, why, for example, I wouldn't build my own business again. I think... So we're moving on to why now you prefer to no longer build from scratch and you prefer now to build from not scratch? (laughs) What is it? Like the the in-between, the (laughs) in-between, where there's like some sort of momentum already Mm -hmm. that you're not literally starting from point zero mm-hmm. you're starting like halfway or maybe even you know mm-hmm. in a point where there's already progress right mm-hmm. which is i guess joining mm-hmm. atsbury and i'm in that frame of mind as well i'm sure yeah. you have something to say later as well marco because when i when i when i started with when i started with asbury it wasn't building from nothingness or like mm-hmm. from the scratch. Like there was the legacy of a space. There was a little bit of the a space behind it, but the 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 idea is we want to move on from that because, okay, a space it was the home of everybody. The there is the welcome welcoming feeling, like it's wide arms open, right? But over the past ten years, now you have the home of the leaders, the founders, the creative, the directors, the poets, like everybody. Um, and then, okay, now we've, we need to, f- we need to find them a home. Like it's now time for them to have their own space as well. And that's where the idea of Asbury is like the vision of just having these people as a collective, you can build, um, you can build 
a positive impact. Uh, maybe it's a uh, hopefully it's a long term positive impact, and that's the idea. And that's that's when I kind of like connect there because I always tell my friends also like if I get hit by a bus the next day <laughs> and I'm dead, that's it. Like I'm just dead. But what did I leave? Maybe, what legacy? Exactly, right? But if you're part of something, like a collective, like maybe Asbury, like you're part of something and this something um, tried to create or tried to contribute to the community, how how it's actually through the things that we're trying to do. It might not, it might not really show right now because to be honest, we're still building. We're mm. still building. We're not, um, we don't have a lot of resources Believe me, we don't really have. We're trying to, we were in survival mode a lot of times, especially during the lockdowns, right? But imagine building together. That's a thing. Like you imagine having, yeah, imagine having these people together with you in the times of uncertainty. That's what actually brought us together and build this strong foundation. Okay, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it together. Instead of being an entrepreneur yourself, you're kind of like... Lone wolf. Exactly. What's that quote that you, you mentioned earlier, Marco? Alone, you can go fast. Uh, together, you can go far always been in my head as well yeah actually in, in in a very smaller scale I tried to do something similar with Capua Studio mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. which was like a creative it was more it was less about it was like it was also a, like a creative co-working mm-hmm. but it was more like you know um, hair makeup alternative artists mm-hmm, hair makeup mm-hmm, graphic design mm-hmm. DJing dancers performance arts we wanted to, to really harness a a space for for that and then do commercial work as well mm-hmm. there, yeah. that was a really fun spot yeah <laughs> so yeah no I'm in the headspace where I feel the same way because my industry was for the longest time food I was a food guy that's what put me through college I put up a business and you know that's what paid my tuition but I built that from scratch and now that I'm in food and I keep trying to succeed in food I recognize that I can't do food alone. There's so many intricacies that okay, yeah, you can cook well, but you don't. You're not a chef. Okay, mm-hmm. you know business, but mm-hmm. you're not an ops genius. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. You, you, there's so many hats to fill that that it's actually impossible to do yourself. Yeah. And the only reason I was able to do it myself was it was just a tiny, small scale business at the time. Mm-hmm. It's not something you can scale alone. Mm-hmm. So now my years of experience. I guess it's something that happens as you progress in the yeah. business world. You no longer just want to make it yourself. You look for concepts that have potential and you pitch in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you, you say, hey, you know what? You're, you're going somewhere. Let's help you get there. You know? So, so now I'm more of, I come in in food business I, and I use my key strengths, my key strengths to help them move forward. And my key strength is talking and you know closing deals so that's where i come in in the food industry still and i help food industry mm, concepts raise funds so that they can branch out so that that way i'm still part of it i didn't build it from scratch but i can still help them get to where they need to go and mm-hmm. the other partners can focus on the stuff i'm really bad at mm-hmm. like the kitchen operations mm-hmm. or you know accounting or all of these other Parts of the machine, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. So yeah, so that's that's where I guess everyone will eventually go 
from building from scratch to recognizing your key strengths and then using those strengths to be part of something bigger. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm very much excited. Um, I guess like we always say um, uh, with Karen, our chief, she always says like it's never the same day um, in Asbury. Like it's always a, there's always something new. Um, and that's, that's true. And that's exciting. Right. And like right now, when we, when we talk about uh, positive impact to the community, right? Like as a collective, what do we actually do? Like um, it involves us, the the team behind it. It involves the members behind it as well. Um, as a collective, what do we actually do? Right. What we do, we try to come up with activities, with programs that will be it could be a resource it could be a resource for people it could be for underserved community or just a specific niche or just a specific community right so yeah as, as a collective that, that that's what we're trying to do like what what will this what will these programs do right because to me for example personally it's more like this I figure that we don't have resources we don't have enough resources for mental health awareness or just anything that I can read on or like just materials that I can use, for example, to learn more about it and to share it to someone else. I do remember, for example, um, Attorney Shell Drocknu. He was a guest by a member and we had, uh, I was lucky enough to be invited to that conversation. It was a very intimate conversation, but at the same time, I learned so much and he was talking about disinformation, right? But it's just what I learned from there. I can share it to someone else, and that's and then you that's can add value to others. Yeah. Exactly. But can you imagine if you actually do that over the past six, over the next six months, or over the next twelve months, and then after that you have like some um, some sort of culmination, and then just gathering the people, everyone who who participated and who learned something from that, that's amazing because you know that that will multiply, right? And that's the idea behind it. That's why we try to create programs and activities and shows as we call it, like this, these things. And I'm quite- Podcasts. Ex exactly. Like this is, this is an example of it. I actually wrote, I, I tried to write that down at 2 a.m. Like, okay, this creative class is actually part of a program, right? Mm -hmm. But say, for example, this year, I'm also looking forward to this, a well-being program with um, Janine of Massage MNL and Luan of EMS. Um, it's like Ramon, the the artist, uh, was part of that Massage MNL launch. If I'm not mistaken, I play with her. I'm I'm part of her band. Okay, yeah. I'm not sure because at the time I think I was in Chicago. Ah, Ooh, okay. I see. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, so like that, um, that. To me is okay. These are people who wants to, who wants to create a positive impact as well by sharing their <laughs> passion for well being and healing and wellness. Just just on that, right? So I'm looking forward that for the next six months we're gonna do these activities, and then maybe after six months I'm looking at okay now we have a community. We built a community that are actually mindful mm -hmm. about their wellness or their healing for the next coming year. Something yeah. like that. Something to look forward to. And with that, you already have that sense of the feeling of belongingness, the feeling of just joy because you you have something to look forward to. And I am doing it again with other people. We're building it together. So there's that. Awesome. 
So yeah, so I feel like this episode is full of meat, right? Um, whatever stage you're in, I feel like there is a bit of golden nuggets in everything we talked about. Uh, if if you've never tried building from scratch, try it, right? Make your mistakes, learn from them. Don't be afraid to fail. And when you do fail, grieve. <laughs> let, the feeling, exactly. let the feeling come over you. <laughs> Experience that. Yeah. But always remember to move on to the next yeah. Next challenge. And exactly. after you're done doing stuff from scratch, maybe find what your key competences are, your strengths, what you're really passionate about. Harness mm-hmm. those and then build with a team. Yep. Build with a group. You can choose the team that you're going to build it with. Because you can go further yeah. that way. Mm-hmm. So I 100%. think that's that's a great place to leave it at right? yep. and wrap Absolutely. it up. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much. So where can everyone find you? You can find me at Asbury, mm-hmm. number two, Orion Street. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, really <yeah>. specific. <laughs> um, I think, well, you can on find socials? me on socials, um, Instagram or LinkedIn. What is, what is your handle? At Marinella Drew. But I'm not really trying to build um, a following. I would rather have these followers go to what I'm building. Which is? Yeah, which is um, Asbury. To and get, you can find that what handle? At Asbury PH. Hey, there you have it. So if you want to be able to also experience these chairs where we're sitting in right now, this soundproof studio, which we're recording in, this beautiful equipment that you can rent out, you have to go to Asbury. So Asbury is a private members club and it's based in Publishan, where the creative and the cerebral live in the moment and work, gather, grow for tomorrow. Wow, that sounds inspiring. If you're inspired, you should check out Asbury at asbury.club, not .com. So yeah. <laughs> it's Danny Moini for me, Marco Katigbak, and this is Creative Class. Yeah. If you made it this far into the podcast, we want to thank you so much for listening. To learn more about us, feel free to connect with us on our website, creativeclass.com. That's spelled creativeclass.com. And please do take some time to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That's at creativeclass on all our social media platforms. We'll see you next time. Money.